Honest Startup Stories brought to you by Atlas Live Tracking. Hi, so good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Jean-Louis Lafayette. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Atlas Live Tracking. This is the very first podcast that we are making. And for this very first podcast is just myself, uh, mainly because I'm in self-isolation. And I'm in self-isolation because I'm in South Korea. I'm in Seoul, right in the center of. And I flew here uh, just under two weeks ago. And as I'm sure you know, currently, because we are at the end of December 2020, COVID restrictions are in place. And therefore, anyone who flies into South Korea must self-isolate for two weeks. Now, self-isolation for me here means being in a studio flat all by myself, for two whole weeks in a country I don't really know very well. Now that is a whole other topic for a whole other day, but that is the reason I am delivering this podcast by myself. Now, as this is the first podcast from Atlas Live Tracking, I'm going to explain a little bit about who we are, what we're doing, and why we're making this podcast. All right, so first and foremost, Atlas Live Tracking, if you've come across this podcast, it's probably because you've heard of Atlas Live Tracking or perhaps you've got some inkling that it's a startup and therefore you're interested in hearing about startup stories. Well, you've come to the right place. Atlas Live Tracking podcast, which is called Honest Startup Stories, is exactly that. We are here to provide some very, very honest startup stories. We ourselves are a startup. We have a story to tell and we're going to tell it. And moreover, we're going to invite other startups to come on our show and give their honest stories, their honest accounts of what it's been like building the startup from scratch. And because of the fact that Atlas Live Tracking has been through the Adidas Office Accelerator, we know quite a lot of different startups. And therefore, we're going to invite them all on the show and you're going to hear a lot of them. Now, these are the startups are all based in sports or tech or something related to this. They're very cool startups. They're all doing very different things. They've all got interesting stories to tell, and some of them have been very successful, some less so. But all of them have got an honest story to tell. Now, that's the key metric and factor that we are bringing into our podcast, and that's really honesty. So everything we're going to say is going to be absolutely honest. So I'm going to start with one honest thing today. Uh, Self-isolation by myself in a studio flat sucks a lot. It's terrible. There's nothing good about this. I've done nothing productive since I've been here. It's been absolutely terrible. Uh, it's, this is like a prelude to prison. There's, there's nothing I would wish on my worst enemy to spend two weeks in isolation by oneself. It's horrible. And... If uh, you guys are trying to figure out what the hell I'm on about, well, as soon as I touched down in Seoul Airport, uh, which, as I said, was just under two weeks ago, 13 days ago exactly, I went through the, what looked like a military airport. Uh, they bust me off into some specific bus to a, a central place where they test you for COVID and then straight to this flat. Now, this flat, they give you some bins, uh, some bin liners, which you've got to store your all of your garbage within two weeks. You've got to put it all in this bin. So it's all currently sitting near my front door of the studio flat. 
Uh, it's absolutely disgusting. It's been there for two weeks. So that's one of the painful things about this. Uh, the studio flat itself is absolutely minuscule. I can walk from one end to the other in literally two seconds and I can almost touch one wall to the other wall. It's absolutely tiny. Uh, it really is a studio. I mean, it's quite quite a nice little studio, I guess, but it's uh, it's minuscule. And so I haven't left this in uh, in 13 days. So tomorrow is the last day of this quarantine. Probably the reason I'm doing this podcast on the last day is it's just it was too difficult to do this in in the first few days of this uh, of this self confinement. Now I'm here because my family is here, and I'm picking them up, and we're going back to France and then back to the UK. So on to the premise of uh, honest startup stories. So the premise of this is that we ourselves are a startup. Atlas Life Tracking is a startup that it's in the sports world. We do uh, we basically conceive, design, and develop a race management system for sports event organizers. So if you think about guys like Ironman, uh, guys like Spartan, guys like uh, triathlon, uh, running races, trail races, swim run races, cycling races, basically we provide uh, a software and hardware platform that they would use for their timing and live tracking. So most of the time you've never heard of these types of companies that come along and provide all the underlying infrastructure and technology for uh, for race event organizers but it's very much present it's very much there there's a lot of high-tech stuff that goes into it there's a lot of money that goes into it and we're one of the companies one of the providers who do that now we're a startup because we've come up with this new technology this new way of doing it which is quite revolutionary actually compared to what exists in the market already but I'll go into that later no need to go into that right now the premise of this uh, particular podcast isn't to show off our technology but really it's to it's to it's to be honest and talk about our stories so we in the team we have uh five slash six members of the team and they're all going to be on the show it's not just going to be me and it's principally going to be three of us on the show we're going to be chatting and discussing and talking about what we've been doing in the past few weeks what have been the main challenges what we've been looking forward to what's gone right what's gone wrong and just we're going to have an honest debate with each other and part of the reason we're doing this podcast is, is because we actually argue quite a lot in our team. Uh, some people might call it debate, but I think the honest version of that is really we just argue quite a lot. Um, and so it's, it would be quite, I mean, other people find it amusing. We, we, I know this because Atlas itself is based within um, a, a larger robotics company in the UK called Labman Automation. So we're kind of like an incubate company. Uh, works really well. We have our own little desk space. Uh, it's kind of like a collab space, if you think of it that way. So we have our own desk space there, and we're within this larger company where there's almost 100 people working there. And so they can see us. They know who we are. Uh, they walk by our desk every single day. They see what we do. They help us with our technology, etc. That's why we're there in the first place. And they, to come back to the main point, find it very amusing that we spend half our time uh, standing up, <laughs> debating with each other about what to do next, about what's gone right, what's gone wrong. Now, it's a, I would say at this point in time, it's a healthy debate slash argument. It, uh, you know, it, it works for us because it actually propels us forward. And I think a lot of other companies probably benefit from doing that because it kind of um, it, it helps people to let off a bit of steam. Uh, a lot of people harbor uh, certain ideas and certain ways of doing things that they, they don't you know, it doesn't come to the fore because they're afraid of upsetting their bosses or afraid of upsetting their juniors or just in general, they just want to don't want to put their head above the parapet. Because if you do that and and it doesn't go well for you, then it doesn't necessarily hold good for your longer term uh, career. So that's why people don't do it. 
we do it because we don't care. Uh, we don't have a career in front of us. We've only got our startup. And if the startup doesn't go very well, we've each got to go and find new jobs. So in the end of the day, we've got nothing to lose, in other words. And therefore, we don't mind debating, arguing. We don't mind telling each other that we're wrong and that we should be doing it in a different way. Now, that has to be, uh, you know, we need checks and balances for that, which we, we believe that we do have. And the podcast is going to be one of those things because you're going to be able to get a, a true insight into what it's like to grow a startup from really just a concept into a working prototype, into an MVP prototype, and into a commercial proof of concept. Now, Atlas is currently at the commercial proof of concept stage. We have customers, we have a product that works, uh, but we don't really have what we would call commercial market traction yet, such that a larger company would be interested in either investing or buying us. But Again, more on that later on. So in this podcast, the format is going to be uh, very much the team discussing what uh, has been going right, what's been going wrong, what we've been up to, what we've been doing, and what the plans are. And we're just going to be very, very honest about it. It's going to be like you're in one of our meetings. And we're also uh, going to get some interviewees on our show. So we're going to try and do that. Once every show, we're going to bring someone on, a new startup. Uh, or indeed an athlete, because we're in the sports world, we want to bring in some athletes. So it will be either other startup guys or startup athletes who are going to be coming on the show and telling us about what it's like to be a startup athlete. Now, startup athlete, what, what on earth does that mean? Well, athletes at the beginning of their careers or athletes who are still uh, trying to make it big or trying to break through a, a particular threshold they're still startups themselves. They have uh, the whole commercial aspect to figure out, which may not be figured out. They've got sponsors to try and get. They've got um, a whole host of different things to sort out themselves. And if they're not an established athlete, like say, for example, Mo Farah in running or Alistair Jonathan Brownlee in the triathlon world uh, or Bradley Wiggins or someone like that in the cycling side, they don't have a whole machine around them. They don't have employees. They don't have staff who are there to help them with everything a lot of uh, athletes who are really at the beginning or even you know midway through their careers but still in the startup phase they've got to do everything themselves very difficult uh, they have to be very entrepreneurial that's why we're getting them on the show we want their honest feedback of what it's like to be a startup athlete so we're going to be providing you with insights. We're going to be providing you with a lot of information. We're going to be providing you with some stories. We're going to be pro providing you with some humor. But really, it's about our adventures. So our, our adventures in the concept, the origination, the creation, everything that goes into um, building a startup from the ground up. All right, so this particular podcast is going to last about 15 minutes, that's all. So we've got about four minutes left. I'm going to tell you a bit about our story, Atlas Live Tracking, how we started, why we started, with whom. And that will take us through to the end of the podcast. And then the next podcast um, will be about the team. And then we'll meet the team, discover, and then we'll get into the meat of things. So for your information, Atlas Live Tracking started uh, back in 2016. I myself was living in Hong Kong at the time. I was an equity analyst um, with Haitong, which is one of China's largest brokers. Uh, prior to that, I worked with European banks like Société Générale and Evolution, which is now Investec. So I was a semiconductor and technology hardware um, equity analyst. So in other words, a research analyst. I was um, 
mainly specialize in the Apple supply chain. So I used to visit a lot of Apple supply chain companies. So you probably have heard some of them like Foxconn, for example, um, or there'd be many, many others like AAC, which you may not have heard of, but actually uh, when you're listening to this right now, if you're listening to this on your phone uh, without any headphones, then you are listening to this using AAC technology, which is in almost all iPhones. Um, also companies like Largan, um, which is has an 80% market share in iPhone cameras. So if you've ever taken a photo with an iPhone camera or actually any Android phone for that matter, you've probably used underlying Largan technology as well without knowing so. Now these companies are huge companies. They are incredibly professional, making absolutely wonderful technology, miniaturized technology for your phones. Now Atlas Live Tracking, we do a similar thing, but for race event organizers, we have built, conceived, um, miniature hardware wearable technology for athletes to run with, which provides live timing and also live tracking. So we use GPS, we use BLE, we use a whole uh, accelerometers, we use a whole host of data, which is in our hardware. We then project that data live through to our race management system, which is built in the cloud, very scalable, very resilient. And that means that we can power all of that data for uh, events such as, for example, a triathlon. And then we can send all of that data to the athletes, to the spectators, uh, to the race uh, event organizer, of course, which is very important. And so we are basically an underlying infrastructure uh, to allow the event organizers to be able to have all that athlete-specific data. So that's what Atlas Live Tracking does. We started in 2016. I was back in Hong Kong, as I said. and. Basically, the initial concept was very simple. When you're an athlete doing a race, and I used to do a lot of triathlons, you don't have nearly enough data that you wish to have. So for example, if I'm in a race, I want to know, I would love to know what position I'm in in the race. Am I fifth? Am I 12th? Am I 21st? Am I last? Am I first even? Uh, I was almost never first, so I knew that. But I still wanna know what position I'm in in the race, i.e. what ranking, and I also want to know how far the guy in front of me is. Is he 10 minutes in front of me? Is he 20 minutes? Is the, the guy behind me? How far behind me is? And, and, and then once I know that information, I can then react on it. I can accelerate, decelerate. I can take my time. I can stop at the next uh, aid station and maybe spend a little bit more time drinking water. If I know all these things, a little bit like a Formula One car, when they're going around the track, they can make more informed decisions about when to pit, what kind of equipment to put on. It's the same for athletes. Now today, we don't have that information. So that's why Atlas Live Tracking was created. We created this company in order to provide athletes with far more data so that they can react to that data in real time. Now, um, having said that, we pivoted because race organizers said to us, that's great, thank you, that sounds fantastic, but is that really gonna make us money? What we actually want is to be able to take all that data you're talking about and send that to the spectator. That's what we want. So Atlas Live Tracking, nice idea, but why don't you run back to where you came from, change all of that, and then come back with a solution that we want. So that's what we did. So back in 2018, I think it was, we started doing races. In 2019, we started doing quite a lot more races. Things were going pretty well. We had this new technology. And then, of course, 2020 hit. And 2020, I don't need to tell you guys, uh, absolute disaster for sports event organizers. 85% uh, plus of all races in 2020 globally were canceled. 
put a huge spanner in the works for anyone involved in sports events. A lot of people have gone under. Um, a lot of um, race timing companies, the guys that we actually interact with, um, some of them are in real difficulty as well. So it's been very, very, very problematic for everyone in our sector. Uh, sponsors have stayed away, clearly, because they think, well, why am I going to sponsor a race when it's going to be cancelled? Or even if it isn't cancelled, because of COVID rules, you can only have 200 people in the race rather than 20,000. So what's the point? So sponsors and advertisers have stayed away in 2020. The currently kind of thinking you know reticently about how to how to think about 2021 position themselves virtual racing has kind of taken off but a lot of people think that's just going to be a bit of a flash in the pan uh, not a lot of event organizers that we speak to actually believe there's a lot of there's going to be um you know a bit long legs to that particular thing but uh personally i believe virtual challenges are here to stay i think it's a very interesting concept it's worked really well in cycling in fact, it's worked better in cycling than any other sport. And I think it will translate to others. For example, uh, running. I mean, that's the clear one. But the underlying technology powering virtual racing for cycling is amazing. But the underlying technology powering virtual uh, running is not amazing. Not yet. That's why it hasn't really taken off. So you can't, for example, provide a level playing field between someone doing a real race and someone doing the virtual race of the same thing. Uh, I'm talking here about uh, trying to get altitude gain and uh, altitude loss the same. Uh, things like um, the type of course that it is, whether it's trail or not trail. So at the moment, the underlying infrastructure powering all this just isn't good enough. So uh, we've still got a ways to go, but I think next year will probably be the, the time when you see uh, virtual stuff for uh, road running and trail running and specifically running in general really taken off. And, and we're going to be there as well. So... That's what Atlas Live Tracking is. Um, that's where we've been. That's where we come from. Now, I'm going to close up this podcast by saying that this is purely an introduction um, to the podcast, to myself, to Atlas Live Tracking. Really, the, the, the main podcast is going to be starting for the next time when we have the whole team there and we're going to be giving you insights into our honest startup story. Thank you very much again. This is Jean-Louis Lafayette, founder and CEO of Atlas Live Tracking, signing off.